Well, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Father Anthony Nguyen. I'm a Redemptorist uh, missionary. My main uh, ministry right now is working at the provincial office and preaching uh, mission during the, uh, the weekends. Uh, but on this evening, I, on behalf of the Unbound, I'm here to invite you to become sponsor for the poor children and aging uh, who are in need in the 17, 17 developing country in which the Unbound is involved now. Uh, besides uh, my ministry, if one, any of you want to trace my accent, I was born in Vietnam and grew up in Orange County. So you will uh, listen to me preaching in English mixed with perfect Vietnamese and Californian accent. <laughs> On a Sunday morning, a mother called the son and tell him to go uh, get, get up and go to church. And the son refused to do it and asked, Mother, give me one good reason why I have to go to church on Sunday. The mother told his son, son, not only one good reason, but three. First, because I'm your mother, I tell you what to do, and you do immediately. Secondly, you are old enough. You are 40-some years old. You know you have to go to church on Sunday. But most importantly, you are the pastor of the church. You have to go and open the door for the people to get in. I think the reading of the liturgy of the words which we just heard today certainly help us knowing that our God is a gracious and loving God who did not only create us in his own image, but also loved us so much that he sent his only son into our world as the Lamb of God who takes away our sins. The Gospel of St. John gives us the reason why the father were pleased with his son. It's because Jesus was sent into this world to obey the father's will until death, to become the lamb of God, the Messiah, who takes away the sins of our world. In other words, Jesus was the sacrificial lamb whose death brought the salvation and forgiveness to those who believe in him. In the first reading, like God in the past called Samuel to become his prophet, to carry his message for his people. Jesus also called others to become his disciple, to carry out this message of living a life, expressing a sacrificial love for others, to bring others closer to God in their lives. And in today's gospel, Andrew and another disciple of John, who recognize Jesus as the Messiah, joyfully decide to become Jesus' disciples and also invited their relatives and friends to become the disciples of that Messiah. We become sons and daughters of God to our own baptism. And on that baptismal day, our Heavenly Father to our Holy Mother Church said to us, we are God's sons and daughters and he was well pleased to have us as his children. And as God's children, the Holy Mother Church caused us to live a life expressing a sacrificial love to the roles of priest, prophet, and king. So this evening we can ask ourselves, a priest, do I remember to offer to God my daily prayer and good works? Do I live a life expressing a sacrificial love as good shepherds, as good parents in the family. 
as prophet do I preach God's word to others in my daily words and actions? And as king, do I care for those whom God entrusts to me in this world? And talking about caring for others, I would like to take this time to introduce to you the work of the Unbound. The Unbound was found in 1981 by a, loop, uh, by a group of lay Catholics who live in Kansas City, Kansas. With their great efforts and commitment during the last 43 years, they have provided basic necessity like food education, clothing, and medical care for more than 260,000 children and aging friends who live in those countries. Because of the world condition, because of the violence in many societies, and also because of the lack of knowledge in technology, many poor families uh, who live around those uh, countries, even they work real hard in their life, but they still suffer uh, in the poverty. For example, I have the picture of Dana, who was born in Honduras. Her mother is the housekeeper, but the father does, doing, been doing two works, taxi driver and also house clean, cleaners, works seven days a week, but not enough um, money to, uh, to support their family, parents, and the three daughters. This is the reason why I'm here on behalf of the Unbound to invite you to support and sponsor the poor children like Dana. How much we would like to ask you to sponsor uh, the poor children more than a dollar a day. I don't know how much you can buy without your dollar a day, but with uh, your dollar, like $40 a month, you will bring a lot of uh, love and hope for these poor children. And for how long? I would like to suggest for a year, because during the years, you will receive letters, especially during the Easter and the Christmas season, from the children or the family. Introduce themselves as uh, your, uh, the member of your families. Ten years ago, ten of us, the, the preacher, the priest, who preached for the Unbound, we had the opportunity to go to Costa Rica to visit different places where the unbound helping the poor. The first place we went to visit was an orphanage. But this orphanage is very special because 35 of the orphan children were born with severe disability. When I said severe disability, I meant I standing right in front of the bed of a boy. I heard his screaming, but I couldn't, I come close, I couldn't see his face. His face is between his his, hair, his hand and also his chest. And another one, I noticed that his legs going up and down like this every second uh, when I was there. The story was during the pregnancies, many young mothers discovered that their future children would be born with severe disability, and many of them thought about having abortions. But the group of eight religious sisters promised them to will take care their children until they die. So many of them promised, uh, changed their mind and gave birth. The local doctor examined those children and told the mother superiors, those children, many of them maybe live only six months to a year. But when we came to visit, the mother superior introduced to a group of children, they still live uh, 
up to the teenager. So the Martha Superior believed that miracles happen every day at that orphanage to the love and care of the caregiver uh, to the children and also from the children to the caregiver. I also had the opportunity to went back to my own country to give a mission in the tiny village in the northern part of Vietnam. During the mission, I noticed a seven-year-old boy wandering in the church property from the late morning until late evening. And one day I went out and asked him, do you have to go home and eat lunch? And he told me, Father, uh, in my family there's only one meal in the late evening when my mother came back from the public market. So I came to visit the, uh, the family. The, the father was passed away during the Vietnam War. The government gave them uh, the family a tiny piece of land. So uh, the mother grows, been growing the vegetable and sell them at the public market. But she told me that father, during the raining season here, uh, many days I, didn't, I couldn't sell, sell anything. So I'm afraid to go home because I don't have anything to feed my children. So since then I believe that many children in our world didn't have enough thing to eat in their life. So I know the children in this poor village love candies. So I asked the boy, what kind of candy do you like? And he told me, Father, if you have money, buy the, the chewing gum, we love chewing gum. Or, or if you don't, just buy the hard candy, we love the hard candies. So I bought some for them at that time. The second time we came back for the mission, I went to Costco and bought about 50 pounds of different kinds of candies to bring home, especially have the chewing gum for them. Ran into the same boy. I asked, did you enjoy the candy I brought from America? And he answered with a big eyes, and he told me, Father, those, chew- those candies smell so good. I put them under my, my pillow, so my pillowcase smells good before I eat each one of them. When I heard that, I thought, uh, I thought that only the poor children in our world do, do such kind of thing in their life. But sharing with you this story, not encourage you to go to Costco and buy candy to give to the poor. That's not my point, my brothers and sisters. But with your dollar a day, my brothers and sisters, that's like the sweetness of that candy touch the life of those poor children because they don't know where in this world, far, far away, there are people care for their life, care that one day to your help. They can step out of poverty to become a good Christians and also a good citizen in their country. On behalf of the pure children in Mexico, in Guatemala, in Honduras, in Peru, in Madagascar, in Ecuador, in El Salvador, in Costa Rica, Colombia, Dominican Republic, in Kenya, in Haiti, in Philippines, and other countries, we are very grateful for your prayer for the poor, but also for your love and generosity today. We have a two table outside at the vestibule. We'd like to invite you to come and look at the picture of the poor children, children like Dana and just let the picture talk to you and hopefully you become sponsor. I will be there and with the volunteer to help you to fill out the form. Just remember only dollar a day, my brothers and sisters.